What is up? What is up? It's Tuesday. We're a little tardy just because I don't have any computer skills. It's the cocktail hour. My boy Chase at the Wolf of Oakland and myself, Etoff21, coming at you. Chase, it's March. It's madness. How you doing, my man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. So far, one for one with the play-in games. Well, actually, technically two for two. Hit the oh. first half. First half under and then hit the live spread. Look at you. I'm just one for one, man. You know, I just, uh, I'm not going to lie. I uh, I looked at the score for the first half about nine minutes in. I'm like, yeah, this is an L. I said, yeah. That's what I said to myself. And it was one of those ones where it was like, I just assumed it was an L. I, you know what I mean? Like, I just chalked it up. But you know what? When you're running hot, you're running hot, dude. That's true. It's very, very true. You've had a couple, two, or at least the last few days have been pretty good to you, it seems. You know, yeah. You know what, dude? You just, you just some days, you know, you just see the board. You know, you just yeah, see man. the board. Um, yeah, man. So before we jump into the madness, you know, you and I are going to kind of go bracket by bracket and just kind of give our initial thoughts and everything. We all have that person in our life that you know, you say something and they try to like, just kind of one up you like, Oh, Hey, I benched 375. Oh, that's great. I put up 425. You know what I right. mean? Like that guy. Right. Right. That's kind of Tom Brady, isn't it? You know what I mean? The big bracket reveal. And he's like, F you. Hey guys, you know, I just let you know. I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. So this is exactly the kind of behavior that made me despise Brett Favre. Uh, so I will say like, I hated Tom Brady. Then I respected Tom Brady and now I just fucking hate his guts again. I mean, it's it, it's funny to me, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Because everyone's like diving into like freaking, you know, is Providence going to lose to South Dakota State? Davidson, you know, upsetting Duke, making a run. And, you know, you turn like my my mom who loves college basketball, she she texts me. She was like, WTF, I just turned on ESPN and they're talking Tom Brady. What the hell is going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you couldn't just wait a day. Right. Right. You couldn't just let us have this one shining moment, Tom. Um, let me have my moment. You know, let 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 me enjoy my basketball. Yeah, I, I don't know. I he'll he'll play until liter- I think literally no one else will take him and then he'll try like the XFL or USFL or fan controlled football or something until no one will take him there. And then eventually he'll just die on the field. What? God, you know, and what does it say now? I, you know, I'm not one to jump to conclusions, but what does it say about the old family life, dude? You know what I mean? Right. Like, he's in, he's hey, not going to get out of here. Yeah. I'm, I'm out, babe. You yeah. know, I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, eh. So he just, ju- he just went through the madness of picking up his kids from school one time and he was done with it. Just absolutely done with it. You know, like, God, what's this scene? I forget what one of the Fast and Furious movies when Walker's in the minivan and he's like revving it up and he like guns it to the top just to get the kid. Like that's right. that that that's me picturing Tom Brady right now. You know, just locked saw- in, just competing his ass off, just trying to be number one. I probably, except I think his car probably flies. Like I think he's the one guy who has one of those. Uh like I'm a huge Kobe guy and somewhat like I heard this Kobe story where like, I forget, like one day he has to pick up his kids from school. And I forget, I forget which day it was like, you know, Oh no, this is after he retired. After he retired, he had to pick up the kids from school. 
And you know the line. You know, you get in line, you wait. And this guy is such a competitive SOB. He got there. He was like 20th in line. Every day after that, he'd always show up 45 minutes early just so he could be the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, these right. guys are wired differently, dude. You know, they're just they're just wired like at a at a level like that all of us are just completely different from. Yeah, it's. I think it. You know, it was right after right after Kobe died, and then that was right about you know close to the time as as we got like the the last dance. Like, yeah. the, you know, the last dance series. And it really just made you learn that, like, to be, like, elite in any sport, no matter what sport, you just kind of have to be, like, so competitive that you're an asshole that no one, no one no particularly one likes. With, like, literally, like, no one wants anything to do with you. Right. Um, and, like, I don't, like, we're switching to Kobe all of a sudden, but in the last dance, I mean, think about this. He's a second year at his league. It is Jordan... And all the whole Eastern Conference is talking about how they're going to shut his ass down. I mean, just think about that first. That's just is absolutely positively mind-boggling to me that he had that much effect at that right. young age. I mean, right? But yeah. um, I mean, I could totally see Brady just kind of being like, "Dude, I need to get back in, man. I need to get back in. I need to go in there. I need to lace it up. You know, we, we should have won that game against the Rams. We're coming back. I ran out of time. He's, I don't know, man. He's." He's just built different, like we we're saying, dude. You know who the real victim is? Uh, Blaine Gabbert. The guy who bought his last NFL touchdown ball at auction for $517,000. Oh I forgot about that cat. Yeah. That dude. Oh. World's oh worst God. purchase now. Has the Amazon return, like, <laughs> right right is there, return, is there a return policy with this bad does, this do, what what does this do to the to the you know authentication for Jesus. sotheby's here oh my god i completely haven't forgot about that dude um, he should buy that ball back from that guy at the price should. that he paid he should um and then also like there's certain like pr people that are just effing geniuses at their job like just effing geniuses um shout out to uh in the minnesota vikings pr person i mean hey ncaa bracket dropping tom brady's coming back oh yeah hey we just re-signed kirk cousins you know what i mean that just kind of slipped in there and nobody freaking realized it if you're the vikings aren't you trying to more i think you more of like put that in just because you're trying to make sure that no one sees that news Oh, exactly. Exactly. You're trying yeah. to like just so, exactly. So no one sees it. You don't get sandblasted. Um, it's like the buy. It's like buying condoms at the drugstore in broad daylight. You just kind of you know slip it in with like a copy of People and like a yeah. You're just you trying know. to hope no one no one yeah. sees you or you run into anyone you know. Oh, here's um, some some tube socks, some <laughs> People, and oh, some Magnums. There we go. Um, so I read a couple rumors. Uh, Saints could be having uh, old number four from Houston. I hope not. God, I hope really? Not. You don't want that? Why not? No, because I'd have to hear about it from my wife every single Saints game about how they they signed a, a guy who has twenty something sexual assault yeah. suits. Like I, I will never hear the end of that during a Saints game. So I one hundred percent do not want that to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong; that's awful. Um. You know, I I think he's guilty. I'll say it. Yeah. 
I mean, like with that many people, I I definitely think he's guilty. There's still the silver suit coming on, so hopefully the pe- hopefully the women get their justice and everything. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see uh, where he ends up. You know what I mean? Like what what team takes a chance with him? The big rumor is the Falcons are looking to um, the Falcons are looking to go after him. So that was the rumor that kind of broke today. Like their owners really in love with him, but I have to say the the biggest splash in the quarterback market was the truth. You know, he's going to Pittsburgh, dude. Yeah. I instantly thought of you and the truth as soon as that, that news came through. Like I, I, I was like, Eric is going to be stoked about I'm this. like, I'm like a new Steelers fan right now. Yeah. I'm ordering me a Jersey. I'll get that. I'll get, I'll, I'll get him to autograph it. And I, that will be, uh, that'll be hanging up next to the Stafford Jersey right here. And, uh, you know, I'll give you a quarter if you can guess the other the other signed jersey I have. Megatron. No, he uh, he's a big, meaty defensive lineman. And Dominican Sue. Oh, dude, you're so fucking close right now. Ziggy Ansa. No, no, no. Never played for the – never played for the Lions. He was Sue's teammate last year. Vita Vea. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I, I'm glad I willed that down. Vita Vea, Matt Stafford. That's gonna that's gonna be the autographed jerseys here. I'm glad that wasn't like 15 minutes of me like the refrigerator Perry. Uh Robert Porsche. Uh Gilman. <laughs> Eric Donald. No. Ah. Um no, that's an interesting little autograph mix, you know, when you really think about it. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like call me crazy. I don't think that's a bad signing at all. I mean, you no. know, he's, he's capable, you know, he's, I don't think he's not as bad as everyone sees he is. And now since all the stories that I knew from a while ago are coming out, case in point, him showing up for a meeting, um, Nagy not there. Right. Him writing Nagy. Hey, hey, I have all these notes. Let's meet now. Doesn't show up for that. Nagy was a bad coach, dude. You know, I, I I think it's partly your influence and your fondness for him slash me having the revelation that maybe Matt Nagy was just terrible at coaching and terrible at, at you know, mentoring young quarterbacks. And I think maybe he got exactly what he needed when he first came in the league, but he got it a couple later. Yeah. A year holding the clipboard. Yeah. And just learning. And I, I think he could be he, he could make a splash. For one, if they don't do anything to that offensive line in Pittsburgh, they're gonna need someone who can run for his life. As opposed oh, yeah. to I, I I decided that Ben Roethlisberger last season looked like a combination of Shamu and a Bumblebee when he was wearing the road whites, and I called him Shamumblebee. So Shamumblebee couldn't run. He's Big Ben couldn't do anything. He played two years too much. Um, yeah, he did. So, obviously, March, we're going to dive into the brackets. We both had the first half under of the old uh, first game. you have any action in the second game for those people listening? What, uh, did you have anything you locked in, and if so, why? Yeah, I, I'm going with, the, uh, going with the first half under in this one, too. Um, and then uh, I, I locked in Wyoming uh, plus four and a half. Um, I th- think these Mountain West teams are going to make some noise this tournament i i I think it's a really undervalued conference um from 
you know, Boise State to San Diego State to Colorado State to Wyoming. Those are four solid basketball teams. And like any just, ding, you know, anything that shows in their record is just those four teams just like beating each other up. And oh, yeah. I, I think they're salty. I think they're real salty. So I, I like them tonight. I'm not going to take the money line shot, but I do like them to win against Indiana. I like them to win. I, I locked them at the money line. I locked them in at the um, at the. I got a plus four this morning, so you actually got the better the number than I did. Um, I looked into it, and you know they like they're the team that posts up the most in all of NCAA basketball. And they have this big man, Graham Ike, who's legitimately good. Uh, looking at Jackson Davis, when they played a post-up team, his foul average clicked up to close to four per game. And the production that we saw this weekend, when he's not in there, that production vastly goes down. Yeah. Indiana struggles offensively. So I think he's going to be able to get um, Jackson Davis into foul trouble. And then they have the second coming. Are you ready Ready for this na- name drop? Let's hear it. Fennis Dumbo, former 12th man for the Pistons that led Wyoming to the Sweet 16. Hunter Madano is the second coming of him. And they use him a lot like um, Nova uses Gillespie. A lot of guard. Okay. okay. Um, re- very effective in the post. He can get to the rim. Plus, this is the best three-throw shooting team in the Mountain West. Indiana shoots less than 70%, one of the worst in the you know, yeah. I'm getting, so yeah, I like Wyoming here. I did a little sprinkle, sprinkle, and I did the plus four. So hopefully, we can continue this bad boy. Um, yeah. I, I also kind of think that Indiana might have shot its shot its wad in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten tournament too. Uh, coming in, getting the win against getting the win against uh, Michigan, getting the win against you know Illinois back to back, and then just kind of giving Iowa a game. Now they have to play in the playing game. I, I I don't think they've. I feel like they, they probably left it all on the court just trying to get into the tournament. Yeah, I I I agree too. And I think it's now I'm not the biggest Ken Palm guy. Um, but per Ken Palm, the spread should be Indiana plus one. So, you know, you know, take it for what it's worth. I'm not the biggest Ken Palm guy. Yeah. So now we're gonna jump into the bracket and like I said, probably the worst skilled computer titian in the world. Uh so bear with me here, guys. We're gonna Oh, there it is right there. And we're going to shift our attention up here to the top part. We're going to go a little, we're going to start off with a little Gonzaga, Georgia State. Um, Yeah, do we really need to talk about this game? I mean, because I can talk about anything. Not really, no. All right, so you you got the Zags going through, right? Uh, Of course, yeah. All right, so... The next game is pretty interesting. You and I are both very high on the Mountain West, like uh, like we talked about here. Um, why don't you tell us who you like in this game and why? I, I'm going Boise State. Uh, I, I'm riding. I'm riding my Mountain West bias. Um, I don't have faith in Penny to out coach anybody at this point, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that a lot of the tournament sometimes just actually comes down to coaching and making the right coaching decisions and the right coaching moves. So I, I'm leaning towards Boise State. They're a gr- just a gritty Mountain West team, and I think that the seed holds. I agree with you. Uh, the main thing with me, I looked at this, Memphis averages about 17 turnovers a game. And yeah. Boise State is probably the best defensive team in the whole NCAA tournament. Uh, the free throw shooting kind of worries me. We don't know what, what's going on with Bates. 
I know uh, Memphis has that big guy, Duran, but dude, Boise's got three dudes over 6'10. You yeah. know, they're going to be able to throw some bodies on them. So I completely agree with you. Let's have Boise State advancing. Now we go to a little Yukon, New Mexico State. Well, the Uncle Rico over here may have something cooking. What do you have cooking here? I I went ahead. I went ahead and just said said UConn. Um, I really like how UConn is built from a physical standpoint. They're a very long team. Um, they're very disruptive because they're so long. I, I thought that they would probably they might just kind of outmatch New Mexico State just athletically, and that that might be just plenty to get them over the hump here. So old Uncle Eric, you know he. Uh, Going with New Mexico State. Okay. Uh, you know, I think they're good defensively. They act looking at the metrics, they actually have an advantage when it comes to offensive rebounding against UConn and an advantage in three throws. And when I when I really looked at it, UConn is outside the top 100 per shot quality of dribble threes. And that's okay. what New Mexico likes to do, a lot of dribbles off the three. Both teams like to play it slow. They got Teddy Allen, who used to play for uh, your boy, XFL Jim's Nebraska Cornhuskers, down there leading 19 points. I think I think they got enough to win a game okay. here, and I think it's a good matchup. But, you know, I, I'm i I'm fine going with UConn. You know, I'll, I'll say we'll, we'll bet New Mexico State, but we'll advance UConn. How about that? That's fine. I, I love New Mexico State advancing, honestly, because uh, it means Arkansas gets New Mexico State in that next round, and I would I would love that matchup. Hey, you know what? Uh, do, who do you want to advance here? Your call. Uh, I, I I I Uncle Rico has never steered me steered me wrong ever. So let's go. Uh, let's go with Uncle Rico's pick here. Um. All right. So let's do that. Let's do New Mexico State. Uh. Our next one, we're going to your Hawks. Yeah, um, I people think that this is this is a trendy upset pick, and I, I get it. They've won a, Vermont's won a lot of games, but uh, I, it's not happening. I'm I'm going I'm going to Arkansas. Just no questions asked. Okay, uh, I look at it like this. I really think this game is going to be close for the first half. Arkansas is going to pull away like they did last year. Yeah, I mean that that to me that's it. Um, I will say this: I don't think, and don't I I I had multiple futures on your Hogs last year, bet in pretty much every game. I don't like this team as much as I liked last year's team. See the the difference. I just feel like last year's team was more disruptive on defense and was able to cause a lot more turnovers. Well, see, it's kind of a there's a little bit of a balance there because you last year you had Moses Moody who just went like MIA through through the tournament. Like he was, you know, ended up being an NBA first rounder for for Golden State. Uh, right now, I think he's playing it playing it out of his mind for Golden State, and then he just kind of disappeared uh, through through a couple of rounds of the tournament, especially that first game against Colgate. So I kind of think I don't think you're going to get that out of, out of JD Note. Like he's never shied away from taking a shot. So. I, I think that's kind of the balance there, but I, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all, that they're not as disruptive a defense as they were previously. Um, but I agree. I think, I think Vermont's been so dominant and this, we've seen this hurt Gonzaga in the past. 
when they get that close game, they kind of don't know what to do. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take the athleticism of the Arkansas too. I know this is kind of a, a game where people are saying they could be upset, but I don't see it. I'll, I'll take, I'll take Arkansas to advance. Um, then let's go to, it's kind of hard to tell Alabama, either Rutgers or uh, Notre Dame. I'm taking the winner of the play in game. Um, Straight up, uh, it doesn't matter which one, uh, because one of these play-in teams always advances. They yeah. always they always advance, and I think it's the winner of this one. I think it's probably Notre Dame. I think Rutgers made their just kind of use all their sauce to to make it make it to the play-in game. Notre Dame's a sneaky good team. They're I believe pretty efficient. They were sitting at the top of the ACC for a little bit, I believe, or at least tied for second. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think Notre Dame wins that playing game, and I'm going to go with them to advance um, in that one. Um, yeah, like my thing is this: is the whole Nate Oates offense is based on dribble, kick it out, dribble, kick it out for the three, but they're just so bad at shooting the three this year. You know what I mean? Like, they, right. they, um, I like Rutgers a lot, but it worries me just because like you have Ron Harper who's definitely an NBA player. He's going to play at the next level. Yeah. But sometimes they just completely disappear giving him the ball. Right. Um, and that's kind of my worry point with them. But I, I'll – and I just hate Notre Dame. I'll say it, you know, call me South Bend biased right here. But I just I just hate Notre Dame. Uh, so we'll go with Rutgers advancing. Next, I think this is going to be a sneaky good matchup. I'm just saying Texas Tech, Montana State. Uh, I I want to I I said the seed holds. I went with I went with Texas Tech. Um physical like physically and just the amount of energy that they provide on defense. Like I I think that they're they're going to be a tough team for anybody to beat at this point. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think they're going to be a real tough out. Um they do foul a lot. Montana State it does get 22% of their points from the three throw line. They, they are a good three-throw shooting team. That's my only worry with them. Texas State can go through these little droughts offensively, but I think they win it, but I think Montana State stays within the number. Next game, I don't want to be accused of being a homer. This one's all you. Go ahead. I got Davidson, man. Uh, dude, hey, you know what? It's the Forest Lawyer. Forest Lawyer Revenge Tour. Yeah. It? It, it, and let you want to talk about teams who value the ball. Uh, I want to say uh, – I want to say that Davidson is clo- pretty high up in like the at least the top twenty in the country in uh, in turnovers in terms of not turning the ball over. I'm going to verify that real quick, but I'm I'm pretty certain that's the that's the deal that they just don't turn the ball over at all. Yeah, and they got five guys that they can shoot. They have a veteran team. You know, this is and Michigan State's been down. They've been so hit or miss. Uh, shot quality has them ranked. It, Shot quality has them like four games under 500. You know, this team is completely hit or miss. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, next game, I I don't think this is the round that Duke gets upset. It's so you just want to put Duke over through. Yep. All right, so now let's go up to the top. Zags against uh, Bo- Boise. As much as I love my, my Mountain Best teams, I, I think you put the Zags through here. Yeah, yeah I think Timmy and uh, Chet Holgram are just too much. Um New Mexico State and the Hogs. I just don't think like I, I have the Hogs going through. I just don't think that with the pace 
that Arkansas wants to play, New Mexico State is athletic enough to keep up. Yeah, I I uh, I I think it would be if New Mexico State advances, I think it would be a walkover for for Arkansas. I mean, they, New Mexico State would just have to go lights out from three. Norte would have to get a foul. There, don't get me wrong; like they could win, but like fifteen things would have to happen for them to win. Right. Um, Texas Tech against Rutgers or Notre Dame. Uh, going Texas Tech there. Yeah, too good defensively. Now, I'm going to say this. Duke is really bad defensively. Davidson runs an offense that's very similar to what Virginia Tech is. Yeah. You have one of the youngest teams in the tournament. Having all the pressure of it being Coach K's last year. Right. Who are you going with here? So I'm putting Duke through, but I'm betting oh. Davidson. Oh, I'm betting Davidson. Oh. I'll be oh. stoked. I'm betting Davidson, oh. but I'm putting Duke through. Oh, all right. So now we got the on the top Sweet 16, we got Zags against Arkansas. Yep. Besides betting the over, who you got winning? Uh, I. Big disgusting homer. I'm gonna say Arkansas. It, it would be so hard. It'll be so hard, but I'm I'm doing it. I'm saying uh, Arkansas. Uh, you uh, uh, you got Arkansas. Uh, I I'm gonna I mind I got Gonzaga, but you know we'll, we'll put Arkansas through. Uh Texas Tech Duke. Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh Texas Tech and the Hawks. I'm gonna let you call it. I it just Oh, I'm going to let you call it. See, for me... I'll be okay with whatever you choose. Just be gentle when you're describing how you think it plays out. It's just... So here's my thing. The way to beat Texas Tech is you have to be able to shoot the three. Yep. Now, Arkansas really doesn't rely on the three-point shot this much compared to years compared to last year. Yep. And I just don't God. You know what I mean like Yeah, I just, no no, I know. I just don't think Arkansas is going to be able to make enough open threes. That's fair. That's fair. You would have to have just a massive game out of like uh, Amude shooting three. Devo Davis would have to be on point. So would Chris likes you you have to probably rely on three people to be to play their best game outside of their their top scorer. So, I, if you want to put Texas Tech through, I I completely support your decisions. Oh, thank you. Oh well, the lovely website I got I use the bracket for it kind of cuts off at Purdue, but that's fine. Um, so next we got Baylor and Norfolk State. Let's continue here to the East Region. I don't think we need out, out through the room Baylor Bears, right? Right. All right. Now this is an interesting one for me. I can see North Carolina winning by 20 here. No, sorry, losing by 20. Or I can see North Carolina figuring it out and making it to the Sweet 16. I personally put Marquette through. I'm also an unabashed Shaka Smart fanboy. I put Marquette through too just because they'll have Lewis. But I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if they went on a little bit of a run here just because they're so hit and miss. But I will say this, that game against – Vatek kind of reminded everybody how bad defensively they are. 
Right. Um, next game. St. Mary's against Wyoming or Indiana. Um, I I actually put Wyoming through. Look at you. Look at you. Okay. I'm I'm sticking to my mountain best guns. Okay. Right. I I mean St. Mary's they'll get up for, it seems like they get up for that one game against Gonzaga every year but outside of that I mean yeah sure I mean they're they're a good West Coast Conference team but I feel like Wyoming's a little bit more battle tested at this point. Here's my St. Mary's has shown a knack for being able to slow the pace down and take your best players out of the game. Right. And shrink the game and limit the possessions. I think I have them. I have them going through, but you know we'll have Wyoming, Indiana, uh, right here. Who? What, what you got here with the old Zips and the old uh, Bruins of UCLA? I have one bracket with the Zips, and I have one bracket with UCLA. See, dude, you know what? I have all my brackets with the Zips. God damn it! Okay, I like it. I love it actually. So, they're they are what close to top in the country and points scored per game. Like they're going to get up and down the court. Like it, you can toss what they did in their last game because I think because of like an errant like TikTok post, they ended up having like four players suspended for their for the last I mean, game. Like, one of those guys was only one that did something for Kent State. You know what I mean? I get it. People are saying like it was a big deal, but you got like guys that didn't. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like it was like their leading scores or anything. Um, they have the Mac defensive player of the year. They have four guys that, um, can score over 10 points. They're a good shooting three point team and UCLA to me, you know what? I, I I get they've had COVID. I get that they've had, um, injuries, but I think they're just a little overvalued right now. I think they're going to be able to shoot the three. Akron can play fast. They can play slow. And I think Akron's just kind of getting overlooked because they didn't win the division. I think you have these teams that won the division, won their conference, excuse me, that everyone's looking as their first first round upsets instead of a team like Akron. So, yeah, we're, we're doing it. We're putting Akron through. Let's Let's zip it. it up and zip it out. Now, next game, here's a little tidbit for everyone out, out there. Old Uncle Rico is going to be in attendance for this game in the lovely Pfizer forum on go. Friday afternoon at three 30 in the only time zone that matters. That's the central time zone. Um, That's right. God's time. Texas Vatek. Who you got? Vatek. You know what, dude? Here's my thing. It's like, you know, they're, they're peaking well, but I love Chris bird, man. You know, I, I love, did you ever hear his like uh breakfast burrito and salsa story? I have not. He was telling the story how like when he first got to Texas tech, he would always go to this place to get a breakfast burrito. And like, they would always charge him for extra salsa. <laughs> but then after he made it to the championship game, they stopped charging him for extra salsa. And he was like really happy. That's, and they told him, they told him if he won it, he'd get free burritos. Well, he left, but you know, it's I don't know, it's just kind of a funny story him telling it how like he was like so happy he got free salsa. Like, so uh, listen, if you're playing for free salsa, I'm out of breath. That's a man I want my foxhole right there. You know, but like Storm Murphy, you know, a kid had him at 13 to one to win the ACC. We'll we'll put Vatek through just out of respect for that that went in my pocketbook. 
Now the next game is interesting. I want to. I just want Uncle Rico wants to drop drop a little a little tidbit on you. Okay. All right. Purdue is one of the worst teams in the country defending the three. Purdue is one of the worst teams in the country defending the pick and roll. And there's been only one time in history where a team that was seated inside the top six of their region, top 20 in offense, bottom below 150 in defense, made it to the Elite Eight. And there's two teams that fit that criteria in this bracket. One of them is Purdue. The other one, Iowa. Okay. So, um, you know, that's kind of an interesting little tidbit. I think this game is a little closer than people think. Yeah. But I think the size of of, uh, Eddie and Williams is just too much of that. I I will bet against Purdue to cover every single – probably every single game that they play for the rest of the year. It's just my my – personal personal opinion that they per don't they per don't per cover don't. yeah especially if it's a big spread they just per don't cover those big spreads um so let's put, but we're gonna put him through here right yeah right. absolutely yeah. Oh, and it, uncle, it, uncle rico will be present for this game too rocking his yale basketball t-shirt there um, we go uh next game this game is a little spicy you know a little you got two teams that i'm sure everyone was hyped up on oh we're gonna have these teams go far and of course, they're playing against each other. Right. You know, I will give the committee props. Uh, Murray State is seventh seed. That's a nice little, nice little rep for them. That's a nice little rep for them. Um, Murray State, San Fran, who you got? I'm, I actually, I think that Murray State's going to make a bit of a run, and this is the first first game in it. Um, yeah, right. I, I went, I went Murray State. Um, you know, they they could have kind of that Gonzaga thing if they're just the class of their conference. But mm-hmm. I mean, thirty and two, just a strong team. I really like Murray State. I yep. really like Murray State to make some noise. They're good. They're really good. I like them a lot too. Um, San Francisco does jack a lot of threes. Um, great guard play on both sides. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with Murray State too. Let's put Murray State through uh, next game. You know, that's not wasted people's time. Just put Kentucky through, right? Yep. <laughs> Uh, shifting up to the top, Baylor Marquette. Who you got? There, I thought about putting Marquette through previously, but I actually I stuck with Baylor here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Baylor, even though they had some injuries, is kind of figuring some stuff out. Um, I I don't think Marquette has the guys quite yet. Uh, you had Wyoming. Let's go, Wyoming Akron. Who you got? God, I'm gonna stick with Wyoming, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Vatek Purdue. Oh. Vatek Purdue. Who you got? I'm back. Don't worry. All right. Oh, okay. Vatek. I got uh, Vatek. I see that too. Just because of the free flowing offense, they shoot a lot of threes. Purdue can't defend the three. Yep. And you can always count on Purdue to shit the bed. This nah. year. Uh, let's hear it. Let's hear it and why. Tell the people. Murray State, Kentucky, go. Murray State. I don't think that this is the Kentucky team that everyone thinks it is. I I, I don't know. It's it's a technically an in-state matchup between these two. I feel like Murray State's licking their chops to get a shot at Kentucky. I think they're going to be hungry. I think they get it done. I think they right. get it done. Hey, you know what? I, 
I have a Kentucky and I got them at 23 to one to win it all. Mm-hmm. So there are going to be certain games while, you know, I'll take a little snib, a little bit of a hedge that this will, this will, this will be one of them. I've actually got uh, Murray state to uh, plus six fifty to make the sweet 16. And I've Ooh. got Kentucky at uh plus uh three thirty to not make the sweet 16. Jeez. Look at you, dude. Look at you all in. All I'm taking in my shot. Here. I'm taking my shot. All in, Chase. Uh, I shoved. Just shoved. Boy, this one's a little. Baylor, Wyoming. I, I got to go. I got to go Baylor there. Yeah. Uh, Vatek, Murray State. Vatek. Okay. Baylor, Vatek. I'm going to say Vontek, man. I'm going to go Vontek. Look at you, dude. Repping the hoax, dude. Repping Let's the go. hoax. Hokey, hokey, hokey. How? Repping the hoax, dude. Enter the Sandman. Bring your lunch pail. Uh, next one, Zona against Wright State Bryant. Go I'm ahead. Zona. Yeah, Zona. Now, this one. This one's some big boy. You know, you want to see some, you want to see some big boy basketball. Friday night, 8-15. Central Standard Time, Seton Hall, TCU. Who you got? I I went TCU. Uh, TCU has been one of my just darlings this season that I've I've absolutely loved to bet, loved to play. Uh, I hit them in their uh, the the game before they went out in the Big Twelve tournament where I caught them live at plus four hundred on the money line and oh. hammered that. Um, four bills. Yeah, yeah, plus four bills to uh, live on the money line. At two was it two games ago? The the game before they lost to uh, to Kansas, and uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think everyone just kind of forgot this team, and uh, they're they're sitting in a pretty good spot. So yeah, I'm, I'm all over TCU. Um, yeah, Seton Hall likes to run ISO, and TCU's in like the top. Tw- I think they're like 29, 28 in defending ISO. Right, and they have a huge advantage on the offensive glass. And Seton Hall's got Seton Hall's banged up. If this was a healthy Seton Hall team, I'd I'd debate, but because it's not, you know, I'll go with the Horn Frogs. Um, next one here, Houston UAB. What say you? I, I'm sticking with Houston. Houston's a team that I've liked pretty much all season, and I feel like this the tournament format that they're running into actually plays to their advantage because of their very short bench, where they just got to play two games and then they get a week off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like once they got some rest and got their legs back under them, they were they're able to just fire once again. So, give them the extended rest from Sunday all the way to Thursday, and I, I think you've got a, a a healthy or a you know re-energized Houston team that's just going to get up and down the court. Uncle Rico respectively disagrees. Okay, we'll 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 defer um, to Uncle Rico. I will say I, I I got I got odds boosted on Houston to make the Sweet Sixteen. So this is this is my thing. Um, Houston has one win over a team in the tournament. Yep, and that was Memphis back on Sunday. Uh, you mentioned their lack of depth. If they do get in foul trouble, that is worrisome. Their center, uh, I believe his last name is Davis. He got banged up in the Atlantic tournament. So that could be three guys now on a team that doesn't rotate that many guys having having a short bench. Um, now, per shot quality, team shot 30, only 33%, which isn't that good, on open threes versus Houston this, good, the, 
this year. Okay. That, that's okay. Open. that means no one's within four feet of you. UAB shoots threes at a 38% clip. Okay. So, you know, they got some, they got jelly Walker that can score on the point. You know, I get it. If Houston had their guard, uh, Salzer, I'd be all in. I'd, I'd totally agree with you. I think they could make a run, but you know, Old Uncle Rico, he's gonna be on. He's gonna be on UAB plus plus the points in the money line. Uh, so I I defer to Uncle Rico's judgment. You know what? Give me those Conference USA sons of bitches, dude. The Blazors. Oh my god. Um. Next, this is one of those chalky teams. The Mox against the Illini. <laughs> Wow. I've I've followed I've followed a couple of Illinois uh, of the Mox games because Mer- for a little bit Mercer was a team that I was I, I I was kept my eye on and was betting, but I still went Illinois some because you know sometimes just having that big player in these tournaments is enough to take you. I think Kofi Coburn is that big player. Uncle Rico agrees with you. Okay. Um, Illinois ranks thirty-two and a half court offense. Uh, I really don't. Chaganuga is, has is 281st. I read defending the post in the nation. Just like Kofi E, I know that there's always these times where Illinois in the tournaments just has these moments, and you're like, "What the hell are you doing?" Right. But I don't think this is one of those teams. This game, I have Illinois advancing. Uh, next game, we're going the Rams against. Colorado State. No, sorry, the Colorado State Rams against the Michigan Wolverines. My fault, my friend. I, I went Colorado State here. I, I am just not a believer in this Michigan team at all. And I mean, I've already professed my love for about every other Mountain West team. I might as well throw because they're in that that upper echelon in the Mountain West for teams that just beat each other up. And uh, I, I think uh, I think Colorado State actually might make a little bit of a run. I like Colorado State too. They have this guy, uh, David Rudy, a big, but this big can go out. He can make threes. He's going to be able to draw Dickerson out, make Dickerson play on the perimeter, get Dickerson in some foul trouble. And then after that, um, I'm forgetting the other big that Michigan has, but this guy just makes some bonehead mistakes on defense. You'll like turn around, you'll be like, dude, where the hell are you? And he's totally in a wrong defensive assignment. Michigan has been lacking of the point guard play. Huge disappointment in the three-point shooting. I completely agree with you. I have the Rams here. Next game, I have two teams that I absolutely effing despise in this tournament, and they're effing playing each other. This is all you. I took Longwood. Oh. I took Longwood. Look at you. The wood. I, I don't trust I don't trust Tennessee away from home. Um, Longwood makes what? Eight three pointers a game, Tennessee. I, I want to say, you know, around that, I think they're going to match up really well. Um, if Longwood is getting, I think, the majority of their points from three point range, then it kind of nullifies the bigs that that Tennessee has. And I, I, I got it. I'm just taking my shot. Hey, Un- Uncle Uncle Hobo is is taking <laughs> his shot here. Hey buddy, shooters shoot, dude. Shooters shoot. Now the next one, Ohio State, Loyola, Chicago. I've won it. I I don't know. It feels like reflex at this point, but I, I put 
I put Loyola Chicago through. I agree. Goddamn sister Jean just 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 keeps going, dude. You know, she just keeps ticking, man. Um end of the day, Ohio State, they finished 10th in the Big Ten in defense. Loyola, they'll slow it down, they'll grind out the game toward the end of the year, especially in the um conference tournament. Offense started looking a lot better. I know Ohio State has the big, but I just don't trust them at the end of the day, you know. Me they either. lost to um I will say this. My best call ever, ever, is I went on Gino's podcast last year and I said Oral Roberts is beating Ohio State. And I the broke it down Oral why Roberts. and the Oral Roberts got it done for me. Uh awesome. so the summit will always have a special place in my heart. Uh Delaware, Delaware, who has um Jameer Nelson Jr. uh, against Villanova. I I still went Nova. Yeah. Um, they they just have a, a way of of just breaking people's backs, you know. So I, I I went Nova there. They're they're such they're so hard to keep up with. Yeah, I agree with you hundred uh, percent. Zona TCU. Uh, Zona. I think this game has a potential to be interesting just because TCU can like really be physical. I like I'll probably bet TCU plus the points because I think it's going to be the spread's going to be a little inflated there. But I think TCU is really physical and Arizona's not used to that brand of physical ball. But I have Zona advancing too. Uh UAB Illinois. I gotta go Illinois, I guess. I, yeah, I think UAB can win one game. Uh UAB did good good against the big guy Lofton for La Tech, but uh I don't think they have anything to battle Kofi. Um, Longwood and the Rams. I, I'm going with the Rams, sticking with the Rams. Uh, Longwood will have to play the game of their lives probably to beat Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's important for people to remember, like when there's a double digit seed that upsets someone like a Tennessee, usually historically the next round, they're just awful against the number. Right. Um, just, just got awful against the number, uh, Loyola to Chicago against Villanova. First one to 41 wins. Who you got? <laughs> I'm, I'm going Villanova. Yeah. Over under the first half would be like a robust 39. Probably uh, pretty close to that. Uh, Zona, Illinois. Uh, I go in Zona. I, I really like the Zona team. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not, I'll tell you what, I'm not, I'm not, maybe I have Pac-12 bias, but I'm not a Pac-12 guy. Uh, Colorado State, Nova. I, I, I go Nova. Yeah, I got Nova here too. Nova, Zona. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Zona, honestly. Okay. All, right. all right. I've got, I've got futures on them winning it all. Okay. All right. Um, Kansas against Texas Southern. Yeah, it's that's that's a walkover for Kansas, I think. Uh, you know what? We have a Mountain West team here. Should we just put them through? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I took San Diego State. Well, I mean, for those that want a little thing, here's the thing: both teams are top twenty defensively, outside the top one hundred offensively. We need to remember that Crane doesn't have Neymar, Neymar, or whatever his name is, their guard. Right. Uh, I think this is really going to show. 
and this is going to hurt, and this is going to be the game where they need them. Uh, I have San Diego State advancing. Next game, this is a real. Th- this one was one of the tougher ones for me. Iowa Richmond. I I fought the urge to go with the upset. I went with Iowa. I feel like they're they're just so hot, and that kid uh, that they've got playing guard is is just Bohannon. dynamic. Yeah, uh, not not Bohan. Um, oh, I'm what is Murray, Murray, Murray. Yeah, Murray. Um, I, yeah. I think he's. I think he's a big time difference maker, and he's enough of a difference maker that I don't think that they lose to Richmond. Yeah, I I agree with you. Richmond's Richmond's issue was defense during the regular season, but during the A10 tournament, they really turned it up a level. Um, but I really think that this is a completely different animal. I think Iowa gets through here. Uh, did you see somebody tweeted out? He's like. I'm going to kill it in my fantasy in my fantasy basketball YMCA draft because I'm going to be drafting Bohennan and Davidson <laughs> from Wisconsin. There you go. Tweet, best tweet ever. Um, now, I've been high in South Dakota State forever. I mean, yeah. I, I was loving this team forever. And this is when I start to get worried is when everyone and their aunt is liking a team and this is when I get worried, man. Like I, I, they opened up at three. As soon as I saw them at a three, I put it in, and then I don't go looking at other people's bets and listening to ESPN and everything. But I got people I haven't talked to forever who only talk to me during fantasy football, NFL betting, and March Madness. And they're like, "Hey, San Diego State's a lock, right?" Or South Dakota State? Yeah, South Dakota State's a lot. Sorry, South Dakota yeah. State's a lot, right? So. I'm a little worried. I'm just a little worried here. But part of me wants to see South Dakota State play Iowa just because I think the over-under is going to be like 250. Yeah. Yeah. I If you want to put them through, I, I'm for it. I'm for it. I put Providence through. However, I don't necessarily feel great about it. Um, Ed Cooley's a dude, though, man. Like, he's a yeah. dude. Like, he's a dude. I, I love that guy. He's like – he he. His thing he always tells them is he just says, get me to the last four minutes and be within five points and I'll get you a win. I mean, that's, yeah. what, that's what he tells his guys. And I mean, that dude, that's, that's, that's legit, dude. Yeah, that is legit. Um, LSU, Iowa state. I, I think, I think LSU is in shambles right now. I'm going Iowa state. I think so too. Uh, people may reference the Michigan team that made a run after their coach got got dismissed and Steve Fisher took over, but that team had six players that played in the NBA. So uh, I don't think this LSU team has anywhere near six players that are going to be playing in the association. Right. Whereas um, Will Wade p- paid six players for LSU and an NBA signing bonus, roughly to uh, to play at LSU. Um. Next one, Wisconsin Colgate. Now here's the thing. I think Colgate played your boys tough. I think they're a little overvalued. I'm going to let you know. I've been to an NCAA game in Milwaukee when Wisconsin was playing. And it was it was the year before they made it to the final to the championship game. They had Kaminsky, Decker and everybody. They played an Oregon team which was loaded. They beat them in I think it was overtime 
hands down the best sports atmosphere I've ever, I've ever been into. Uh, people were at the bar there at 9 a.m. just getting blitzed for a game. And this is the primetime game. That crowd is going to be rowdy as hell. Who you got going through? You got you got the toothpaste. You got the Badgers. Who you got? At Colgate. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, man. Dude, I'm I'm going to be up there at 11 a.m. on uh, on Friday, and there the bar is going to be packed, and there's going to be people with Wisconsin just pounding, pounding. Oh my God, what Bloody Marys and the Bloody Marys up there have bacon. That's just. That's just the way to do things. That's how you handle life. Um, next one, um, USC Miami. I I went with USC. Okay, yeah, they got a lot of guys. I got it. I I think Miami is a super salty team. I might take the points there with Miami, but I I actually I I really like you. I think USC. I really like USC to 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 handle business. Miami's really efficient. I mean, I the, my my one thing I worry about USD is their three throw shooting, mm-hmm. and they can't shoot the three, and they don't turn people over. Um, Auburn, Jacksonville State. Who are we going with? Jacksonville State. No, really? Yeah, I've in both brackets I picked Jacksonville State over Auburn. Look at you, dude. Look they can't if they were playing this game on the plains at Auburn, then I would take Auburn, but. I am on team fade Auburn away from home all the way. Okay. I, you know, I respect that. Um, Kansas, San Diego state, Kansas. Respect that. But Iowa, San Diego state keeps it close. <laughs> Iowa, South Dakota state. Uh, Iowa. Yeah. Got to Iowa state and toothpaste. Toothpaste. Colgate, dude. I I got I got him plus fourteen hundred to make the sweet sweet sixteen. USC Jacksonville State. USC. Uh, Kansas Iowa. Uh, Iowa. I went Iowa. Uh, Colgate. USC. USC. Um. USC Iowa. Went Iowa. You know what, dude? Iowa. But my thing with Iowa is this: is Whitehammer that some of these guys need to go back home and pick up their kids because they're all twenty six years old. <laughs> you know it's, what like I mean? it's like the BYU football <laughs> team. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, uh, so you got to. I'll tell you what. You got the furthest thing that out of everyone I've talked to. This may be the only Final Four because I've been putting years through. Yeah. Where I've seen Arizona, Iowa, Texas Tech, and Vatech. Yeah. And my personal ones have Arkansas going through. Yeah. All right. So Texas Tech, Vatech, who you got? Uh, I've got Texas Tech. Uh, Arizona, Iowa. Got Arizona. Zona and Tech. Zona. I mean, is is Mike Mike Bibby walking through that room? <laughs> Miles oh, Simon, dude. You know, God. I mean, yeah, man. I I don't know. I I I've been really impressed by this Arizona team. I think they've got honestly a, a fairly a fairly good draw. And uh, if it comes down to it, I mean, I I I think 
to me, Arizona is really is, in my opinion, the number one team in the country. Now, what is your um, what is your um, what is your final score prediction? I'm going to go eighty-two seventy-five. All right. So here's the thing. I'm entering this in this. What is it? This twenty million dollar challenge or whatever for uh, an ESPN. So I'm telling yeah. you, man. I will gladly give you like what? What does the winner get? Like twenty thousand dollars? Something like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll send you a Whataburger hamburger if I win this with your bracket. Deal. <laughs> a- absolute deal. Double bacon, of course. Yeah, jokes on you because we don't have Whataburger around here. You're gonna have to get it packed in dry ice and shipped to me. <laughs> um. All right. So it's a great time of year. Um, God, I love it. I love my, it. My thing I always tell people is this is just do a, just just literally like spend 15 minutes 20 minutes of your time and just google search and read and don't listen to cbs don't listen to espn do a little work on yourself and you can find some advantages that that's 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 my advice to people yeah. um chase there's a key, what, there's a what, key what, stat for every single for every single game there's yeah. there's always there's one thing that puts each team over the top, and you just have to find that one key stat. Yeah, um, yeah, dude, this is fun, dude. Talking a little college basketball. Uh, you know, fortunately, I'm looking at the score right now. You know, down down thirteen to eight right now. You know, down a little thirteen to eight. Uh, our, but, our first uh, half under looks pretty damn good, though. I did, unfortunately I did not bet the first half under. Oh. I only bet the. Uh, I only took a little. Took the Cowboys, dude. Took the Cowboys because I, I want to I wanna put together a TikTok video. Should have been a Cowboy while showing my, my winning ticket. So uh, why don't you tell everyone where to find you? You got your uh, racing show. Yeah, uh, I'm always always being abrasive on Twitter at of Oaklawn Wednesdays. I've got my, uh, I've got my show with uh, America's best racing divine and the dog with my co-host Megan divine. And also my beagle puppy makes a lot of appearances. Uh, that's, uh, every Wednesday at six o'clock Eastern five o'clock God's time. And, uh, yeah, uh, that and gymnasium on Sundays. Um, so let me ask you this, uh, last, um, last Saturday around in my, in my neck of the woods, mm-hmm. people celebrated St. Patty's day. Mm-hmm. Now is that now I've driven through Arkansas. Um, my one experience in Arkansas was I stopped at McDonald's and some lady threw a sausage biscuit in a man's face. Um, that was my only experience in Arkansas. That must have been Gladys. That was a total Gladys move. <laughs> um, is St. Patty's Day big down there or, uh, you know. It's not it- cute. There, there are a couple like really good Irish pubs here, like owned by genuine Irish people that, that put that put a, a pretty good St. Patrick's day on. And that, that pub is always just absolutely packed. But other than that, I mean, it's not huge. Like I think if you're going to go to a big St. Patrick's day in the South, you got to go to Savannah, Georgia. That shit is uh-huh. dope. It is. I've never seen so many drunk cops in my life as, as when I went to St. Patrick's day in Savannah. Um, yes, it's good. It's huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I got three weddings this this summer. I'm standing in all three, best man in one. And uh, I got invited by the guy I'm being the best man for. 
And I'm like, because of these, like, dude, like, I'm drinking water. I'm not eating bread, dude. I'm like back in my old days trying to get in shape during my playing days. Um, sauna like, suit. Oh, dude, dude, sauna suit, dude, Peloton on full blast, dude. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I, I go out and, um, you know, we're there. And it's not registering with me because I'm so out of the drinking game right now that it's like St. Patrick's Day weekend celebration yeah, up here. Yeah. Um, walk in and holy shit, dude. I mean, it's like we walked in because we we're going to watch the state game there together against uh, Purdue. Oh, my God. I mean, people were absolutely like just drunk off their asses. And right. you got me here. I didn't want to seem like the loser in the group. You know, I you know, I. I, I, you know, I have my green beer. I'm just nursing it like a little infant. <laughs> right. Um, and so we order food and everything. Like I said, I'm on my diet and everything. Um, I ordered a salad. My buddy ordered uh, like some big corned beef thing. His fiance, she ordered like a hamburger. Like, no, she ordered a buffalo chicken wrap. Okay. And uh, the runner comes out with a salad and, you know, after the order, she goes, she goes, if she goes, if the runner gives me the salad, I'm going to flip a shit and we're going to get our meal free. <laughs> so she, runner comes out with the salad, she goes salad. Oh, here you go. She just starts flipping a shit. Manager comes over and son of a bitch, dude, we got our meals free. <laughs> there you go. Always, <laughs> always good to have one of those in every single crew, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, hey. I, you know, but men can have salads too. That's right. You That's know, right. I mean, Especially yeah. men who have important weddings to go to. I mean, like, dude, like I'm going to have so many stories from these weddings and I'm not even going to talk about how this guy came over and, you know, I don't know, like, this is my story from the weekend. It seems like I always have these weird stories to tell, tell everybody my weird story for the weekend. Um, So we're out. I'm, I haven't seen people in a while because I'm turning into this hermit crap. A couple people come over. This girl I haven't seen in a while. She's at our table talking and everything. And she's, I'll say easy on the eyes. I'll, I'll use okay. that. Term. Easy okay. on the eyes. So this one drunk guy comes up and he's got the, um, I, now again, I don't mean to be profiling. He's got the MMA thing. Tight polo, collar up, sleeve rolled up, just enough to show the barbed wire. There we go. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He rolls up to our table and just starts talking to Chels, who, like, is seriously showing no interest. And he starts – him and his boys start telling the story. He's like, yeah, you know, we were in Ireland last year. My buddy went up, and uh, he asked for an Irish car bob. And, uh, you know, so uh, bartender breaks out the – water like you know the thing that shoots water i forget the name of it yeah like, yeah the, the gun, gun. The yeah. water gun shoots my buddy in the face and then he like he's like tell he's like has a messed up voice like he not looks right at chelsea he goes so i had to kick his ass where'd you go to high school <laughs> just so i had to kick his ass where'd you where'd go you go to high school <laughs> oh god dude it was dude she's Spit out her beer. Like, <laughs> that's how much she was laughing. Oh my god! I, I wish I had it on tape, dude. Like I wish, like it was so funny. And this guy's like looking all confused. And then he's like, they said, "Oh, 
I guess you don't want the sweetness. And he walked away. I mean, that that's my story. Superman for is my weekend. new hero. <laughs> the I'm going to name him Chet. Chet <laughs> is my new hero. Um, I, guess, I guess you don't want the sweetness. I'm, I'm going to give you my – this wasn't even said directly to me. This was my, my best overheard in a bar statement ever, which was, man, back in 85, we were the best disco band tour in Colorado. <laughs> the best <laughs> disco band tour in Colorado in 85. In 85, yeah. 85. 84, no. 86, they kind of dropped off, but 85. 85, that was yeah. when they reached the peak, dude. Jeez. Yeah, man. That's when they were – they were just a real inferno. I mean, and here's the Jesus, dude. It's so funny. Like the shit you hear when you go out, you know what I mean? You hear the most randomest shit in the goddamn effing world. And it's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. Oh, I love it, dude. I love it. One of these days, buddy, you and I will be here at Old Bill's Tab having uh, the champagne of beers. Throwing, throwing fucking peanuts. peanut shells on the floor. Throwing, throwing peanut shells at the at it, and we'll be talking about how we were the best disco band in 